Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow. All in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Hello and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin. Welcome. You're listening to Ascent Dental Radio. This is Ascent-Dental Solutions with a focus on knowledge, consultation, development, and training. Although we've done many podcasts, this podcast, in my opinion, is extremely special. He's widely recognized as one of the top speakers in the world today. He's spoken all over the world in places like Germany, Spain, Russia, China, Egypt, Singapore, and Australia. Of course, he's spoken all over the United States and Canada. Chris speaks to groups as small as 100 and as large as 25,000. His focus is on coaching right now, and he's willing to take dentists, dental leaders, dental hygienists, assistants, small organizations, and large managed service organizations, and show them how through influence and leadership, they can improve their bottom line, and just overall, besides money, just make the practice, the service and care they provide better. Uh, Chris has clients as large as General Electric, Cisco, Microsoft, and Harvard Business. His mentors were Mr. Jim Rohn, considered as one of the most successful speakers in the last 50 years, and Zig Ziglar, considered one of the greatest motivational personal development and leadership experts of the 20th century. Both of those leaders uh, selected Chris, and uh, Chris has taken their programs, their information and knowledge, and brought it to an even higher level. Chris, welcome so much to Ascent Dental Radio. Uh, thanks so much for taking your time. In regards to healthcare and dentistry in particular, can you explain in your experience how important influence and leadership is in building a business, small or large? Yeah, you know, one of my mentors was a guy named Jim Rohn, uh, pardon me, John Maxwell. Jim Rohn was also one of my mentors. But John John always said that everything rises and falls on leadership. And I think that that's a great quote because 
Um, whether it's a large business, uh, you know, a multinational corporation or a small mom and pop grocery store or, of course, a dental practice, I do believe that everything rises and falls on leadership, how you grow your business, uh, how efficiently you run your business, the satisfaction of the employees that work there. And so it's been my focus for the last 20 years or so to focus on leadership and helping people, whether they're in a, a large corporation or they're running a, a small business, which most dental practice uh, are, are small business. I mean, they, they might make a lot of money, but it's a relatively small group of people in a one location. Obviously, some have multi locations, but uh, helping people expand their business, make their business more efficient, uh, make it more profitable. And it always starts with the leader. It always starts and, and rises and falls with the person uh, who's setting the strategy, who's casting the vision, and who's responsible for the execution of the game plan. So uh, it's imperative that dentists become better leaders. Those who are running their practices uh, can drastically improve their business by becoming better leaders. In your 20 years of experience in this particular area, uh, are there specific traits that you've noticed uh, that make some leaders more successful than other leaders? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, uh, one of the things that I teach on, uh, in fact, it's the primary thing that I teach on, comes from my book called The Art of Influence, and it's how to gain trust, respect, admiration, and loyalty. So those four things. How do you gain trust? respect, admiration, and loyalty, whether it's from your employees or it's from your uh, patients. Um, if you can gain trust, respect, admiration, and loyalty, um, you're going to build a bigger business. People are going to be dedicated to coming back to that business. They're going to refer other people to that business. And, uh, and those four things come from four traits. And if you'd like, we can just talk about those four traits. How do you build trust, respect, admiration, and loyalty? And I'll start with the first one trust. Every, um, every relationship between a leader and a follower or a seller and a buyer is predicated upon trust. And so, you know, for example, does the person coming into your practice trust that you really need what it is that they're saying that you need, right? Um, are you really uh, charging them the, you know, the going rate or, you know, do they trust that you are highly skilled in your practice and so it's imperative for us to to build trust with those who we're either selling to or employing and the way that you build trust is through integrity and so I, I find that the number one and I always say integrity is number one you can put the rest in whatever order you want to put them in but integrity is the foundation to building strong leadership that lasts over years and so I always, you can't see me because we're on a podcast, but I always hold my hands up, palm, palm out like I'm holding up a mirror. And I, I always ask the people in my audiences to just look in the mirror. Am I the type of person that other people trust? Am I the type of person that operates out of a single set of morals, ethics, and values? Or am I duplicitous? Do I operate out of uh, a dual set or sometimes even three sets of morals, ethics, and values? Uh, those who operate out of a single set of morals, ethics, and values, who operate out of integrity, are going to have trust from those who they either lead or they sell to. And so um, that's the number one trait of a successful leader uh, is to be a person of integrity and to make sure that your practice is a practice of integrity. I, I can tell you that when I listen to you speak, I get actually a little chill. Uh, I, 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 I can't 
concur more. I'm sure I didn't coin the phrase, but I, I heard it somewhere, and it's called BLT. You want your service and your product, you want people to believe, like, and trust in you. Uh, so really this trust, mm. actually, in my opinion, and, and maybe you can help me with this, it's really your core values. Those core values, in my opinion, are developed at a young age, and they're reinforced over time. Would you concur with that? Our parents can instill it in us, or we can uh, we can come to a conclusion later on in life that uh, that this is something that we have to adhere to. Now, your second point was admiration. Yeah, admire to be admired by people, and that doesn't mean celebrity status or anything like that. But it does mean it probably falls in that likability. Uh, you know, that you talked about as well. But people who admire people who are optimists, who are friendly, who are happy people. And, you know, if you got to go to the dentist, now I got to tell you, I'm 50 years old, never had a cavity. But if you got to go to the dentist, wouldn't it be better to go to a friendly dentist who you like, somebody who's optimistic and happy? I mean, if they're going to stick a drill in your, in your they're going to stick a drill in your mouth and charge you hundreds of dollars, you ought to at least make them feel good. And the way that you make them feel good is by being an optimistic, positive, happy person. And people admire people like that. People want to be around people they like, and they like people who are optimists and happy people. Terrific. And uh, your third and fourth points? Uh, respect. Respect comes from excellence. Uh, you know, when somebody walks into your practice, um, do they see excellence? Do they see average? Do they see poor? What do they see? I'm talking about the quality of the carpets, the uh, artwork on the walls, the smell of the room, the um, uh, the people behind the counter, um, the way that they're treated by the by the dentist. And I'll give you an example uh, as it regards to excellence. I went to a naturopath for a while, and she was great. She was really great. But they, they sold things like, you know, in addition to doing naturopathic medicine, they sold things like, you know, weight loss plans and, and things like that. And I moved from Seattle down to uh, Scottsdale, Arizona about five months ago. And my last meeting with this woman who was my naturopath, who I really liked, I said, can I talk to you about something? And she said, yeah. And I said, you know, you sell lots of health products. You sell a lot of weight loss products. They have them up at their front counter and, and all that. And I said, I don't mean to be a jerk, but everybody that works your front desk is really overweight. And but you're a health place, right? And and I, look, I'm no you know skinny person, right? But uh, I said I don't know that that says what you want it to say about your practice. She said, Oh yeah, I was just talking to my husband about that, and you know last night, and she said I can't hire people based on their weight. And I said, Yeah, I get that, but wouldn't it be great? If uh, if if the people who were working your front desk actively actually were excelling at at health, right? And so, what do people think when they come into your office? Everything they look at, whether the first impression or their lasting impression, um, what are they thinking about as it relates to excellence? Because you know, when they're going out and they're you know sitting there at coffee with somebody, and somebody says, "Hey, I'm looking for a dentist," you want them to say, "Oh, you've got to go to my." dentist. I totally trust him. He's an amazing guy. He's so happy. He makes me feel good all the time. And you know what? Every part of their practice is just top notch. 
That's what you want them to say. You don't want to say, well, I kind of like my dentist, but you know, the office kind of smells a little bit. You know, so every single level you want to excel and to do the best that you can. And that breeds trust, uh, or pardon me, breeds respect from people. Well, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I can tell you our organization sees over 100,000 patients in a year and day in and day out, in my opinion, the general public doesn't actually understand what the actual dental needs are. They're, they're really like a lamb waiting to be slaughtered. And it's easy to take advantage mm-hmm. of our patients. And once they feel, whether it's correct or incorrect, that that trust has been lost, that respect or admiration, they're gone. And as I like to tell, and when I do my training, you never lose one patient or client. You lose the husband and the mm. wife, the kids, the neighbors, the friends, family, and relatives. Uh, if you were to... Yeah, absolutely. You know, let me let me tell you a story. Uh, I moved from New Jersey um, in 1991 to Seattle. And right before I moved to New Jersey, I went into a, a car mechanic and he said, oh, you need all new brakes. And I didn't make much money at the time. And I thought, oh, okay, I'm going to push this off until I move to Seattle. So I said, thanks a lot. Came to Seattle, moved to a little town called Issaquah. And I pulled my car into uh, an auto mechanic and I gave him carte blanche. I need new brakes. Just fix my brakes. Call me when they're done. He said, okay, we'll do. About 20, 30 minutes later, he called me up and he said, you don't need new brakes. Who told you need, you needed new brakes? And I realized that some scrupulous guy in New Jersey had told me I needed new brakes. And this guy said, no, you've got like probably 15, 20,000 miles left on these brakes. Guess who I went to for an auto mechanic for the next 25 years until I moved to Scottsdale. And almost, he showed me that he was right. trustworthy. And almost more importantly, yeah, he me he how many people you referred to that auto mechanic? Dozens. 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 I can tell you in yeah. my own uh, small practice, uh, we receive about 940 new patients a month. And the number one reason they left the practice is that trust factor deteriorated. Yeah. And and, and yeah. we're all at fault. I mean, a day doesn't go by that I don't make a mistake. But for our listeners, hopefully through your coaching program, you can educate, inform not just the doctors, but the team members that support that doctor in that organization, yeah. uh, the importance of trust, admiration, and respect. And why don't you talk about that fourth item now for a little bit? Yeah, the last one is loyalty. And loyalty is what you really want from customers, patients in the in the dental world. You want loyalty. People that will come back and come back and come back and they'll they'll take their kids there and then when their kids graduate, they'll keep going there. And like you've mentioned a number of times already on the podcast, they tell their friends, they tell their brother, they tell their neighbors, you gotta go to this dentist. And the way that you do that is through service. And, and the way I put it is because everybody says, well, we have customer service. We serve customers. But I don't just mean doing the actual cleaning of the teeth or doing the root canals. I'm talking about considering their interests more important than your own. And, you know, Zig Ziglar, I used to co-host a TV show with him. It was one of the great honors of my life. Uh, Zig had one of his most famous quotes. He said, you can have anything you want in life if you just help enough other people get what they want out of life. Well, what is it 
that people want when they come to the dentist. They want great service. They want many of them to have their their fears calmed, uh, and they want it done at a price that they can afford. And understanding their perspective when they come in and serving to that need that they have is going to make them loyal to you. I come in. I'm always a little scared. Somebody might say, but you know what? The doctor's so great with me. He's got great chairside manner. You know, they they always give me great service. You know, it doesn't hurt. It feels better afterwards. They always do the right thing. You know, making sure that their needs are met. You know, Robert Schuler used to say the way to wealth was to find a need of, and fill it, right? And that's the key. And that's how you build loyalty. People that keep coming back again and again and again and referring other people to the practice. Well, Chris, I know how busy you've been. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you commenting on trust, admiration, respect, and loyalty. Uh, Could you spend a few minutes and tell our listeners uh, how they can reach out to your coaching program? Uh, And I also think that so many times in healthcare, we focus on the patients, the patients, the patients. But a huge part, the other part of the equation is your team members, your employees, Mm -hmm. the people who are working day to day in the trenches. They really have a huge uh, effect, not just on the care and service, but the overall decorum of your practice. And a coaching program such as yours, I think could be invaluable, not just to the doctors, but the support team for those doctors. Could you tell us well, how yeah, we you can know, get in touch with you? Sure. You know, the old saying, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Well, if your dental hygienist ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, right? So it's so imperative to invest in our in our employees, and especially our key employees, and invest in ourselves so that our employees are, you know, we're better leaders so that they be, they enjoy working there. Because if they're not happy working there and it's a drudgery, well, then they're going to give poorer service to the people who are your patients, right? So it's it's not just patient focus, but making sure the employees are happy and growing and well compensated and, you know, positive work atmosphere and the like. And then, you know, at the top, creating yourself as a great leader. I do uh, an annual coaching program. I only take 10 clients at a time uh, and it's for the full year and work with them on becoming better leaders, growing their life, accomplishing their goals. And you can find out more about it at Chris Widener. And that's C-H-R-I-S. Widener is W-I-D-E, like the word wide with an N-E-R, chriswidener.com forward slash private dash coaching. And you can uh, you can check that out and give you some details there. You can fill out the form if you'd like some more information. And I'll give you a call and we can talk it through and see if we'd be a good fit for each other uh, for 2017. Well, I can tell you uh, if we don't take you up on it, it's our mistake. Shame on us. I firmly believe people don't want uh, to work somewhere. They want to be part of something. And when Mm. people are part of something, uh, the trust, the loyalty, the admiration, the respect are are all part of a practice. And uh, I can't uh, tell you how much I appreciate you taking time from your busy schedule. Uh, I know you have an additional engagement and an additional talk. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for spending time with Ascent Radio. Uh, We've been listening to Ascent-Dental Solutions. The focus is on knowledge, consultation, development, and training for healthcare, but dentistry in particular. And experts like Chris are out there to help us 
take advantage of it. Chris, thank you so much. I really appreciate your help and expertise. Dr. Coughlin, I appreciate you inviting me to join you and your listeners. Thanks so much. podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.